0: It is 150 flight hours, he'd been involved in three in-flight incidents, one where he entered restricted airspace, and twice when he deliberately flew into the clouds. He was under
1: threat of prosecution. Okay, very different from crowds. Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board.
0: Stewart. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes and coming of age tales. Got a very special guest today, a very funny comedian here all the way from Melbourne and one of the hosts of the Do Go On podcast. We've got Matt Stewart. How are you,
3: mate? Very good. Thanks so much for having me. No Thanks worries. For coming on. No worries. What a it's... sick place you've got here. Yeah. Do people know where we are? Uh, we're in Marrickville. The regular listeners would yeah. be aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have <laughs> <out> my address. <laughs> <laughs> we give out Alex's
4: street address at the end. Just come by, drop a pin on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, we, we're in the we're in the studio. Yes. So um, beautiful spot. A lot yeah, of compliments we get. A lot of compliments we get at the start of the pod. For Appreciate where,
3: you've. you've Handed out some Melbourne beers as well Making me feel at home hey, so I didn't know that I, I had no like idea Melbourne. it was a Melbourne yeah, beer I just either Just go down in the price It's just, just the, the one that that's constantly on
4: special. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Uh, I yeah, think actually true. You gifted me These beers for, I did uh, I
0: gifted you And then I probably Drank about 80% Of them <laughs> <That's> a beautiful <laughs> Alex let me stay At his place Last weekend And I bought him A nice slab of beer Then we recorded Two
2: podcasts And most of the beers Are gone now Yeah it was a real. That's interesting Because you stayed At my house For about 8 hours And I got a 6 pack Out of it And I don't know How the maths <laughs> Work Yeah Two
0: nights that's Okay Two
2: nights no, t- I came
0: know, out on top In that one two, night, two nights And days And my pregnant wife Was staying At this place Whereas you just Let me work from home for a couple hours
4: yeah. Jamie had a house emergency where he wasn't he was homeless for approximately
3: 45 minutes last Friday say, yeah. how many people I feel weird that you haven't said it. mine
0: <laughs> well you were the third on my list and I was like fuck if Alex and Drew say no I'm going to have to be like Amy we've got a flight to Melbourne booked.
4: that's why people complain about the rental prices going up it's Jamie paying a, a six pack to Drew it's a carton to me the next night
0: yeah I mean if I'd gone to Instead, of Matt so I probably would have bought him a pub. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Like that's way, when you have to go all the way to Melbourne, like, you've got to <laughs> upsize. Man. So uh today we're talking about Morabin in Melbourne.
4: Man, I can't figure out this suburb, Matt. It's a very like industrial slash residential yeah. in city to it's a,
3: it's a, describe. Is that it? Like, it? That is it. It was mm-hmm. sort of uh, I, do you know much of Melbourne, like the suburbs? Oh, I you, know. would you have heard of Frankston? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like halfway between the city and Frankston. Okay, in distance or in,
4: in socio I, <laughs> I think you're probably on, on in all ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. it's a meeting um,
3: point. Only Frankston's on the beach, whereas Morabbin's in an industrial area. So, <laughs> you know, Frankston in a lot of ways is nicer, but um, but Morabbin is uh, unaffordable now. Ah it's no, right, I early. I haven't lived there for a long time and yeah the prices have gone up.
4: Well it sounds like cuz we're in Marrickville which is again as well very it used to be very very industrial and then somewhat residential and now it's sort of coming up and a lot of the old warehouses are turning into breweries and stuff like that. Is that what's happening like it's a bit Yeah of it is yeah
3: totally. Only I think Marrickville's probably a bit cooler it's a bit closer to town whereas Maribban mm. still like you know, a 40-minute drive to oh, the right. city or something. Yeah, okay. But it's still getting expensive. Yeah, yeah. Best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sort of, it's like vaguely close to the the uh, bay, bayside suburbs of Melbourne, like Brighton and those kind of ones are quite expensive. So it's on the mm. other side of the Nepean Highway. <laughs> and uh, yeah, things change as you cross that highway. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's a, it's a weird spot. It just feels like it's in the middle of everything. It's a very average sort of... Right. space it's got a bit of everything but it's where you know it's got a, uh, an afl football team based there st kilda st kilda and um yeah. i just looked it up because i'm like oh, i wonder if this will come up and i i never knew but it's an indigenous word Morabah, and it means mother's milk oh. Which is, oh. Right. Which is like oh i can't believe i never heard that before that's, <laughs> yeah that's, that's yeah. awesome that's I
0: don't good. mind that as a name for a yeah. sub normally
3: the either. local
4: council will ever will have like did not know if it's named after, like, Place of Crows. I think wogga they went yeah, after yeah, the yeah, crows yeah. for a while. I think they probably couldn't get a logo that would make sense, you <laughs> know what I mean, to really yeah. go home with a
1: mother's milk <laughs> on a letterhead, you know, so maybe that's why you all haven't heard b- of
4: it. Pictures all blurred out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did see it was a it was a location of a pretty
3: famous incident that we all all remember. Um, oh, it the was the stabbing was at uh, the nightclub there. No, no, no. 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 A little less well, violent. Should, than we, that, we, okay. should we talk
4: about that <laughs> first? Yeah, do you know that one, Matt? Why don't you
3: lead us off? Oh, there, there was a – the Transformers nightclub was like a famous nightclub in Moorabbin sort of. You know, the Saints players in the AFL would go there, oh, party after the game, yeah, that yeah, sort of Transformers stuff. Transformers themed, aren't the, <laughs> in, in the 90s. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I was a bit young for it, so I missed it. But then it, it lay dormant for a while, it, you know, like time had moved on and you couldn't – you just couldn't have places like that anymore or something. Mm-hmm. And then it came back – I can't remember what the name of it was, but it came back and it got going again – And um, then there was a stabbing um, (laughs) and you know, a lot of us were there that night and it, um, the, the stabber made it overseas. He, I think he got away with it. Gang related. Yeah, I guess so. Decepticons? (laughs) Yeah, I think it was. I think it might have been. Great place to have a club too
0: where they're like, oh, we've got noise complaints. It's like, is this a club or is it just a Toyota
1: Highline? (laughs) 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 They're just like,
0: ah, well, we can't serve you the noise complaint.
3: So, yeah, it's went went international, was it? Yeah, and then I I can't really remember what happened after that. But, yeah, I think the guy got away and then... um, it closed down again. That was bad for business. <laughs> <laughs> it transformed into an empty nightclub, and then they tried to transform again, renamed it, but it, it Didn't yeah. just never worked. I think it's a gym How now. does it? Like, yeah, it's a gym now. I don't know how
2: a stabbing goes international. Like, it must have been pretty. fucking, Did he throw the knife at the guys? Well, yeah,
3: I don't know. Like, I think he just, he he killed someone, and then somehow he made it. Like, it's a, somehow he made it to an airport. And flew international Oh, okay. Oh, right, so it's like a fugitive. Right. Yeah, fugitive right. thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm not good at explaining. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't hinder us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're in New York Post getting a pitch from the story We're like, I mean, oh, you gotta sell us more on this. Uh, old Mate just made it
0: international. The guy told the nine and seven reporters to fuck off. The Arab, yeah. Corey Worthington. Oh, he's I on the, see like, that. That he's in the really. New York Times and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, what,
3: okay. what did they write about him in the New York Times?
0: They just basically transcribe the thing. And I think it's like, don't Australians speak silly? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's
4: what I hate that. when every Australian story goes overseas, it's always the lamest thing. And it's like the one that happened recently was when um, Lachlan Murdoch sued... Um, Crikey for defamation! I'm like, of course, yeah. the newspaper in Australia <laughs> is called Crikey, like it's, as if Americans are like, what is this country? Well, like yeah, the major, there's yeah. some major newspaper called Crikey, <laughs> yeah, you know? and, the,
0: and the competing media company Flamin' Galar, <laughs> yeah, had exactly. a couple of words to say about uh,
4: this. But the one I was going to bring up, which probably went international too, um, was it was the it it was the uh, location of the Egg Boy Fraser Anning. Oh. The egging. Oh, oh I didn't realise that. I yeah. yeah. It was no at okay. a Morabin industrial estate. Um, really? So Fraser Anning was there uh, d- with his uh, now defunct Conservative National Party meeting in a disused industrial... P- it was probably the old Transformers <laughs> knife. <laughs> 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 um, um,
1: That's
4: yeah. funny. Different kind of weapon, but... Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Equally brutal. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like, call it a knifing, uh, but um, close enough. So a lot, some people really... Uh, yeah, there was a lot of back and forth most people were sort of like that's hilarious some people were about oh you can't egg anyone It's like this guy, this is right at, like the context against right after Rose running said some horrendous stuff about the the um, New Zealand massacre that just happened so it, it wasn't you know it was pretty no almost no one was really you know against this
3: but yeah, um, he was pretty, university um, he's beloved.
0: a university yeah pretty unpopular boy right Free exactly
3: friendly. i mean yeah. the egg boy was yeah was covering up his tattoos
4: <laughs> and, um, I
2: mean,
3: it wasn't quite universal i vaguely remember adam hills tweeting was, out yeah, something about like you say, we that. Ca- yeah we can't we can't, we can't, be can't disagree with eggs <laughs> <laughs> we got to use our words not our yeah, eggs yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the other
4: side of the world this guy you know, i thought that was pretty much uh one of the lone voices against the egging, which was fu- I think Fuckboy's uh, a little bit of a Rogan stand at the moment. Yeah, which was I've got it here. So the egg boy, he was the hero and he was out there, you know, raising money and and genuinely he raised a lot of money and gave it all to the victims of the massacre. So he was doing the right thing about it. He wasn't like trying to be a Corey Worthington mm. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, sort of whatever. He was generally trying to raise but then um, he does have a bit of an egg boy turn. When he uh, The he, classic Egg he, Boy yeah, classic. <laughs>
0: Also by the way
4: with this I don't know how true this is But this cracked me up Apparently he said that he's been called Egg Boy for years <laughs> <laughs> Like All his mates used <laughs> to call him Egg Boy Because he used to bring egg sandwiches to school
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, hey, That's an, I an origin story surprise. Yeah <laughs> I'm
4: like it's uh, Classic Egg Boy <laughs> <laughs> it's Fulfilling my destiny here um, I'm like that can't be That must be a up that's spread But anyway that's apparently true um, And then yeah so during covid um he sort of you know that because it happened in i think 2000 very very early 2020 um and 20 when he egged him and then as covid sort of happening he starts liking and sharing stuff on instagram and everyone's like oh shit you know we don't want egg boy come on egg boy and he starts like commenting on like some article that like the, the inventor of the PCR test said that it couldn't detect COVID and all tests were fake and, and everyone was like please no Eggboy you know and then he Joe Rogan did that thing where Joe Rogan remember there was a fake vaccine ad on Gruen or something yeah, and Joe Rogan thought it was real and said what's happening in Australia this is ridiculous and Eggboy commented to Joe come please come and help us uh-huh. Jesus. Which was like
3: is everyone happening? was like. So oh,
0: Eggboy is no. not a big fan of the ABC's comedy lineup. He's not watching. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not like Bring Back to well, I,
3: I think what happened was as soon as Adam Hills spoke out against him, yeah. he turned on ABC. Yeah, that's probably what's happened. Okay. There we go. So we can play. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: why Tonight Nightly got cancelled. He got
3: confused between Will Anderson and Adam Hills.
4: That <laughs> 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 can happen.
3: So um,
4: then. Also, I found this interesting where boy said, because I do think he's a little bit cooked in the head in general, obviously from all that, but also said uh, in one interview, uh, it came out, I don't know if anyone caught at the time, and he said, I actually went in there for the Fraser Anning thing I actually went in there to with, listen. With a gun. <laughs> I actually went in there to listen to him for an hour to see if he'd changed my mind. But then he started saying some more things which empowered me to egg him. So he we went in there <laughs> like, oh, just check out this guy. Was like, like, he wasn't like, I'm going to egg this guy. He went in with the egg and was like, listen. And then he's,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: the Probably, yeah. plan
4: B. Yeah. yeah, well, the egg was lunch because he's egg boy. <laughs> you <laughs> you know know what I mean? And he's like, nah, this is too much. So then. He eggs him, um, and so Fraser Anning obviously Fraser Anning punched him twice. Some guy got him in a headlock. Um, the cops didn't charge um, Fraser Anning or Egg Boy. They gave him a warning. Uh, so that's that's up, so Eggboy. fun
3: to seriously tell the story, but I'm calling re- him Egg Boy. <laughs> <laughs> got the name the up didn't up. charge Egg Boy. Can you say his name? Would we know his Will, name? Will Will Connolly. Yeah, right. I wouldn't recognise his name. That's how commonly... It's Egg, egg Boy. It's Egg Boy. It yeah, is, yeah, in court, they're like, please state your name <laughs> for court. Egg Boy.
4: E-G-G. Uh, space B-O-Y. So he he's uh, blowing up. So Anning's like didn't get a um, charge. Anning defended his actions, attacking the kid. Um, this by Fraser Anning sort of being like, you know, saying the most horrible right-wing bullshit in the world. And when someone cracks you on the back of the head, you react and defend yourself. That... For years is what Australians have been doing. <laughs> Luckily, they did that in the trenches, and or otherwise we'd be all speaking German now.
1: <laughs> so
3: yeah. just, Germans threw a lot of eggs.
4: Yeah, Germans <laughs> were just pegging eggs, and they were just like, they're coming, they're going to come. Coincidentally, all the
0: German soldiers were known as Egg Boy because they loved egg sandwiches. <laughs> uh.
4: German delicacy. So Fraser Anning fled uh, Australia for the USA. Um, after he lot got kicked out of parliament, in, you know, didn't get elected. And he hasn't been – he's in America and no one knows where he is at all. So both of them have had sort of – Plotting of his revenge. Plotting his revenge. He'd be declared bankrupt and, uh, for other debts and stuff. dry cleaning bills and declared stuff. Declared morally bankrupt, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, got we, go. we got him. We got him. But I just wanted to bring up another story, which is uh, one of the morph. Probably, well, probably the other most famous egging incident in Australia was during um, World War One when Bill Billy Hughes was touring Queensland to rally for a plebiscite for conscription. So, he was don't tell
3: me this happened in Morabin. No, no, this, <laughs> this, is a this is not in Morabin.
1: This is
4: not in But just the other famous egging incident I thought I'd bring up. But Billy Hughes touring Queensland. He's the Prime Minister at that the time. The Prime right? Minister, sorry, Prime Minister Billy Hughes and he's trying to rally people for a plebiscite on conscription, which is, un- is like, vote so you can get sent to war. <laughs> yeah. was like, And he's like, no, no, people are going to war voluntarily. So oh. it's like, just convince them to go to war, you idiot. But anyway, some guy in the while well, he's giving a speech th- threw an egg at him, cracked him over the head, knocked his hat off. Bill Hughes lunged into the crowd as a prime minister, reached into his coat for a revolver, <laughs> which he'd actually left in his railway carriage. Um, and then he ordered the police... Constable, the the Queensland police officer, to arrest that guy. And the the cop said, you don't have any jurisdiction here. You're the (laughs) Prime Minister, but I'm a Queensland police officer. Billy Hughes was so pissed off about this, he used it as a catalyst to form the Australian Federal Police. (laughs) (laughs) Like fuck. That was like the incident That he goes Well i got these Queensland cops Who were like Fuck off You, you egged That's what you do up here You <laughs> know what I mean So, so yeah, the AFP off the back <laughs> of an egging are formed off the back Of an egging incident That's so good There yeah. we go So um, yeah I don't think uh, So uh, you know
0: Eggboy like He ended up going to like Splendor
4: and stuff Didn't he Because I swear <laughs> as the as a private citizen are, A lot of people Have gone yeah, to Splendor Yeah but I feel know? like <laughs> He got the VIP He wasn't on the, the main stage <laughs> <laughs> He was a supporter
0: I would miss
4: <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> up next, he was
0: with the, he was right next to Julian Casablancas, but I, feel, I swear, like, because when he went, people were like, "Fucking Egg Boy!" Oh, I'm it. sure yeah, that he was, went
2: as a citizen, and
3: then yeah. people were like,
0: "Hey,
2: aren't you
3: Egg?"
0: Boy? Oh, yeah, I don't think he selfish. got
2: invited by Splendor as Egg
0: Boy.
3: That's I was just saying, I, like I wouldn't a, be surprised. That'd be a good. I, feel, I, re- I, fe- I vaguely remember him being interviewed on Triple J and stuff. I reckon they probably had him as a guest. They probably had him as a yeah, a bit of a, like a talking think, head. Or yeah,
4: something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he definitely had a bit of a. Celebrity vibe,
3: I for just him for checked a while.
0: just then to see if he was on Cameo, but he's not. There is a Will <laughs> Connolly, but he's a Broadway actor.
3: I, <laughs> like, I wonder know. if he gets many requests. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, smash Can an egg on something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm classically trained. <laughs> <laughs> Can you egg my dad for his
0: birthday? I'd thought <laughs> 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 for sure, you know, that's the The logical progression of Egg Boy. Know, that's what I was that, saying about. You get caught out as being a Joe Rogan fan, you take your popularity yeah. to Cameo, you make start a yeah, he's podcast. Yeah, he's, podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. made a mess of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He> really. <laughs> they,
3: they call that. I don't know why this is, but they call that something like milkshake duck. Yeah, yeah. When, when when it's like an internet hero, and, and then, then they find out. Oh, they they don't. We don't love everything. About yeah, them. yeah. Or they posted something, you know, on so some.
4: There's all. Yeah. I don't remember the origin of the phrase. Was, I think but it's a tweet a milk- where it's
2: like everyone loves milkshake duck, the duck who drinks milkshakes, and then it's like five seconds later we regret to inform you that the milkshake duck is racist. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, know, yeah. Like,
3: that's good stuff. Beautiful. That's <laughs> yeah. a great
2: tweet.
4: Oh, it's definitely going to happen. It just. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any more
2: tweets we want to read out?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple <laughs> here that I think don't have enough
2: likes. <laughs> um, um what, when so you said you were there as a kid. So what age did you sort of leave?
3: Uh, I I left there. I think I was 23. Okay. So not, a, not quite yeah, yeah, a kid. Yeah. But, but um, my, that was the, uh, the... Went to school there and everything? Yeah, I went to school near there anyway. And that was the family rule. you had, had to leave home by 23. <laughs> <laughs> That's a random age. <laughs> I said that to a friend recently. And they're like, oh, I had to, to leave at 16. I'm like, all right. Yeah, when you say it like that, 23 is pretty comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird they came up with that rule. Were you the... Was there an oldest...
4: Sibling, yeah, did not leave?
3: I think there was an older sibling who um, maybe she left at twenty three, and like, oh, that's the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you start or you if you stay, you pay after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I might as well pay <laughs> another landlord. <or> <laughs> yeah, yeah. More. yeah. <laughs>
0: there is that brief moment, you know, when you when you're on the cusp of like your twenties, and your parents are like, well, you got to stay to live here, and you're just like. Or I could go fucking anywhere
3: yeah, else. Yeah, you for, know. for this price. Yeah, not, r- not not a lot going on in Moravian back then. Now, whew, it's all I'd, I'd probably pay the pay the rent to <laughs> mum and dad. But, <laughs> <laughs> it has changed a lot. There, like you know, like um, it, the suburbs there. I don't know how whereabouts you guys grew up, but it, it, in that whole area, every suburb had you know there was one pub, and there was one night where anyone was there, yeah. So it was all everything was pretty quiet. You have to each each night. It was a different suburb you went to. Uh, Sandringham on a Friday night, exactly what about. Mentone yeah. on a mm-hmm, Wednesday mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Was it? And it wasn't like student night. It was the whole town, almost. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, pretty it, much. It anyone more, like, under twenty five, basically. And then, but then, weirdly, Morabin's big night was an over twenty eights. Club, which it felt like, like they took parents. It yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like, and at the time, it felt like you know middle-aged people. Twenty-eight. Yeah. That is such a weird number. But I, yeah. I guess it was ten after being legal. I guess, but it's yeah, it was strange, and it was just yeah. But is a twenty-eight-year-old there? Like, thank God, the twenty-six-year-old's on here. Like, finally. I mean, are they
0: checking your license too? And be like twenty-seven and three hundred and sixty-four days. <laughs> yeah. Hit the bridge, okay? yeah. <laughs> like,
4: Jesus, you got to forge your license when you're twenty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Now you be like I'm twenty-eight. I, I thought swear. I was past this <laughs> shit. <laughs> just ruining a perfectly good five hundred
0: dollars um, no. license.
4: I can't. So, but do you? you left by then so you didn't used to go to those
1: no i never went to
3: the over 28th but you would have been like look at those old
1: yeah guns. look at those
3: yeah. yeah, and it was it's the kind of pub which i imagine these are all around australia but it's the kind of pub that also has it's called the Sandbelt. belt it's still there there's a big tab there there's the front bar there's mm. the bistro mm. the ball pit for the kids yeah. you oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so the parents can be on the pokies while the kids are playing or whatever And then a band room, which is where the over-28s was, but it's also the room that Diesel would play when he's in town or Daryl Braithwaite or, you know what I mean? Those sort of... A bit bit of a semi-function area. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so you get a few hundred people in there and then I can't, maybe Vanessa Amorossi, you know? All those kind of names that you've heard of. Yeah. But they're not playing at the you know they're the, not at the arenas. Marvel Stadium. It, sounds, yeah. it yeah.
2: sounds like the pub that my brother lives in Oakley, and it sounds like the, his nearest pub is the Notting Hill Hotel. Oh yeah, and it sounds very much like we went and had lunch there, and it's the big like it's like six pubs all mashed together yeah. into one. Some you know what I mean? Yeah, the not
3: that, that one's kind of famous because it's it's the, the what well, it used to be. Cause I went to the uni near there in Clayton, uh-huh. the Monash there, and that was the that was the that was the spot the spot for the uni pub. So it was the same thing. It Used to be a good comedy night there but um also yeah pretty loose kind of i don't know you know i think yeah. it's sydney where the rooting hill rsl is yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds similar. sort of like i'm not as big as that i've been mm. there and that's like another level it's a suburban itself yeah maybe. yeah but yeah. it's that kind
2: of vibe only smaller right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i got a uh, pub in morab and i think it's fairly new because it's um it's it is it used to be like an industrial warehouse type of thing and they've rejigged it and it's a couple it's like one of those they're a bit of a um like a rockabilly couple and they wanted to open oh, like sick. a rock and roll bar. Um, and it's obviously been there a while. Cause this article is from 2013 and they cause a bit of a scandal because uh, th- it says headline Marabin bar proprietors hope topless two hours will bring the tradies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So
2: they did a bit of that, which is that's classic, you know, we've, yep. we, we've all been there. We, <laughs> yeah, well, not maybe sure. not all. Hey, we've <laughs> all been there,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> right we're,
0: we're all over twenty-eight here. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, it was like it was an old mechanics workshop. It's called Lucky Thirteen Garage in the industrial precinct. But what I loved is that like they put it on Facebook, and the bar owner, this Irene chick, it was into it, and she loves the controversy. Um, so she was like fighting with people on Facebook who were saying you know this is bullshit sure. whatever which is k- never a good sign and and you, trying to g- you wait till I get to the reviews baby oh okay um, she is just going off yeah. and obviously she's doing it because she wants to like cause controversy so people hear of the name they come to this place mm-hmm. and so much so that the mayor gets involved <laughs> and, um, and then goes, <laughs> nothing better to do by <laughs> the way you know?
4: no other issues
2: but he gets there so were about four the mayor was yeah, there anyway <laughs> <laughs>
3: Me, he and I were there. We've been
2: there There were about 4,000 comments on the page Holy fuck. Um, going back and forth when it opened 2013. Um, so the mayor steps in. Mayor Ron Brownlees said, it wasn't what local tradies wanted. It's like, oh. have you ever met a tradie? Yeah, right. Yeah, i Ron, he's there. local I would like, have thought pot. it's unnecessary, and I don't <laughs> think the tradies will appreciate it. One thing I know is that I won't be going. Like, Uh-oh. It doesn't say that, but I think he winked at the fucking journalist as he walked out. They pan out,
3: and he doesn't have any pants. <laughs> <laughs> local tradies vote against it because it's only for two hours. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I, dipped
2: in and I started reading some of the reviews and so I think it, it's obviously still going and they have a lot of bands and stuff there. Um, so a lot of like it's Aussie a, cover bands. So
4: it's a cocktail bar or is no, it it's
2: b- like a kind of, it's meant to be like Aussie pub rock. They get a lot cause Melbourne has a lot of like cover bands. That's how they make their living. Like they're pretty big. They just do, you know, there's like ACDC. I think there's one called, I think they're called Thunderstruck or someone. Yeah. Um, and it's just, they just get a lot of the, so they probably get an older crowd For of sure. people who just want to, okay. who remember the eighties and pub rock and all that kind of stuff. But she clearly, and like so many of the comments, are about how mean she is to to you and how rude she is. Some guys are like she knocked my baseball hat off because she's screaming about the cameras or something. Yeah. So, and then a lot of them is Wait, what, her cameras? fighting back. Well, par- I, I couldn't figure it out for ages because it's like. Right.
0: Well, it makes sense to me. Security cameras, you I come think, in with a base. Oh, that's what bag, I think. Right. Yeah. and say, hey, hey. We're,
3: we're okay if you don't have a top on. <laughs> <laughs> so, hats, that's a bit much. <laughs> a bit <There's> too <laughs> formal <laughs> with a hat on. Yeah. <laughs> what rules is
2: that she clearly, she, mu- she must like be there every single night and she knows who is writing these reviews. So even if someone will come in with their initials or something, she's, she's <laughs> sussed it out and she'll refer to them by their full name, <laughs> oh, no, which great. fucking rocks. I so that. we got a re- review from JF, <laughs> quite a stuffy place, $25 just to enter and no proper seating. My husband and myself paid $50 for entry and we left within 15 minutes as we did not feel comfortable with the place, the vibe or the entertainment. I'm glad we checked it out. Definitely not worth the entry. I'm glad we checked it out. Yeah. That's weird. Odd line. Weird thing to be glad about. <laughs> <Odd line>.
3: Um, <laughs> So 50 th- bucks, so twenty-five entry each. Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing that's when there's a a known when there's band a band on. on yeah, yeah. So that's from JF. She wanted to
2: remain an honest. And then she just goes, Wow, thanks, Jackie.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ouch. No, no, conflict of interest here, I see. Uh, so I don't know. If she oh, like runs. I business. think she must run a run, yeah, some sort of local competing. But I malls. feel like oh, anyone
4: easy. with J, she just assumes it's a local yeah. other bar owner and it's just some other chick altogether. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what totally. It mean? like, could be anyone.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh then you got Michael has left one star, would not recommend. She goes, Thank you, Michael. If you and Bonnie need a large area to dance in, I suggest you try a ballroom. Oh my <laughs> Lord,
1: what? <laughs> so she's, already, she's projecting the
4: complaint knows, as well. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> knows everything. Because she's
2: obviously heard it on the night and she's like, "This." Kind of, she's probably refreshing it the entire night waiting for it. Jesus uh, then we got a bit of a classic, and a bit of an old mate, Robert. Uh, Robert goes, one star, band's are good, but the manager banned me because of my last review. So everyone go to other venues and you can hear the same bands and no door charge. And then she writes, Robert, you have been put on notice on more than one occasion regarding your behaviour towards our female staff members, and you've oh, subsequently been banned out. from our venue. Oh. Way before your ludicrous review, so she's Robert <laughs> gets
1: milkshake. Robert,
4: suddenly <laughs> 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 you were like, "Yes, Robert." We're like, "Oh no!" Back to
3: Then
2: this one came out, and I don't know. Have you heard uh, Matt of Captain Spalding?
3: Oh, like that's a band. A band. Yeah. That's, I think that's a cover band maybe, yeah. They were, Just like oh, a general cover band maybe. Exactly. And I, I didn't know, but like when I looked
2: them up after this, there was a lot of – like there was posts on Reddit like, you guys remember how great Captain Spalding were? <laughs> like,
3: like they were known as a cover band around town or whatever. <laughs> that, well, that, you know, those when I was talking about the every suburb had a bar night, yep. they there was attached to – you know, the Mentone one that was Taco, great band Taco. Then there mm-hmm. was uh, Adam 16 or something. They played – I think they were the Sandy one on Friday night. Everyone had a band. Oh, they had and that they kind of play like three or four sets with a break in between. Yeah, And that was that was us living our lives. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In this sheltered area. Not realising that Melbourne, like, <laughs> with pretty good music. <laughs> it's like a, a 30, 40 minute train right away. We can just go into town. But we're going, no. Nah. Oh, yeah, you can have your fucking, your Rob Laver <laughs> Arena gigs yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You can't even. We're going to go see Tarka. Yeah,
4: you've got to see cover bands. We've got to see the same cover <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, they become minor celebrities yeah, in the area. Yeah, Taco,
3: yeah. the guy from Taco, brought women in as well. He was so hot, the Taco guy. Yeah, yeah. and he's, the, he used to cover some Eminem and stuff. It's like, wow, Ooh. There was it was a bit controversial when the cover band started doing rap. some that, rap. stuff I mean, stuff like, guys, depends which song he's doing. I suppose yeah. he's doing the yeah the Doctor Dre verse as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a bit like Taco. Come on, Taco. <laughs> Come on, Taco. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: this is
2: uh, this is about. Captain Spaulding is obviously there one night. Lucky 13. One star from Adam. Disappointing night with Captain Spaulding. <laughs> Great entertainer. But seriously it's the second time you've been trying to hit on my wife.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Spalding, you been issued
2: one warning. He goes, not a good look for a venue when the main singer in his late 60s is trying to sleep with the patron's wife.
4: <laughs> 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 his old guy
2: can't stop hitting on I you. don't mind that. Oh, <laughs> I don't mind Clearly that. local celeb. Sure I mean, I mean, she, she couldn't get taco.
3: see oh, Spalding. Oh, but yeah, no. that's our lucky 13. So, Well, when you guys are in town, I feel like we're going to have to go visit I've definitely driven past her a few times But I didn't realise what an institution <laughs> yeah. I I'll tell you one, one hot tip Don't wear that hat in there right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring your wife either, <laughs> yeah, but it, it went, like, When I was living there still I think there was one brewery there uh, Two brothers which is still going mm-hmm. But there was, wasn't really any Apart from the sand belt Yep the, uh, that area, though, is like the industrial is s- slowly becoming more of like a converted warehouse bars and that sort of yep, stuff. Yep. Mm. Like stomping grounds turned the old uh, Philip Morris cigarette factory into a, a big beer garden, beer hall thing. No and one probably missing that, Philip Morris. No, I, don't think, <laughs> that. I think that <laughs> might, be out bad, might out the be. front. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, there's this great... Um, a bottle shop bar called um, Grape and Grain. It's like it's ch- well, I go back there. I'm like, fuck it. Where was all this? <laughs> it's yeah. like ten years ago. Yeah, totally. That's what
4: I like because I grew up in Newcastle, and the same thing in the city. Like the actual in the city of Newcastle used to just be like there'd be like two crazy nightclubs, and you'd go in as a kid, but it was like you kicked out, and then you'd get in a fight, and it was like. And then, so growing up, you're like, oh, I don't want to go in there. And now you go in there and there's all these new bars and restaurants and it's just like a whole happening vibe. You're like, why the fuck was I, yeah, I dealing with all this garbage before? It's just completely revitalized it. But yeah. It
0: is like crazy to think. Like there's probably a whole generation of like 18-year-olds that just go out to like small bars and clubs and that they're – Youth doesn't revolve around getting in the cheapest RSL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. smoke at doors here and but they've got blackjack on computers. Yeah. <laughs> that.
4: Well that was a, like our big the big club that like where you're referring to West League's Club and the beers were and everything was so cheap. The drinks, the food, the beers would be like four dollars, three dollars. You could get it was and it was we were just like we didn't understand that it was because they were just killing people with the pokies, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? They're making all the money. And so you go into a club that didn't have the pokies and the beers would be $6. I'm like, what are you trying to rip us off? It's <laughs> <here? laughs>
0: <laughs> you know I mean? so stupid as well because when you walk through like an Epping RSL and it's 90% pokies, you're like, this is the best mm-hmm. pub and the drinks are so They're cheap. so generous here <laughs> with the drink prices, you know.
4: <laughs> I did see, because um, I, I, I get it, It's it's sort of, is um, gentrifying a little bit in the industrial area because they're trying to crack down on uh, the scourge of the community, which is um, massage parlors that are tech that are actually brothels, uh, which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they really don't like that. Express
3: Massage 2 was the name of this business. I, I think that the mayor had a press <laughs> conference
1: and he was leaving one said, just checking it out and <laughs> I was right. Well, <laughs> no good. Biggest, <laughs> biggest baseball cap in the world.
4: <laughs> 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 but uh, Express Massage Two is the business name, and it been it was it was issued a brothel order notice, which is basically closing it down, um, because it you know basically they said they're a massage parlor, obviously, and. Um, a customer, I mean, I don't understand what this guy's doing. The customer asked for a back massage after a long day at work. He's obviously <laughs> telling the whole thing. And was shocked and confused when the woman provided the service and after he was looking for any extras. It was like, this is in an industrial estate. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like clearly a rub and tug place. Initially, he assumed, assumed she was offering spa or sauna services. But he claimed oh,
0: come on, but claimed, man! But he
4: claimed... She clarified that she was offering sex or sexual favours. He refused, left the building before notifying police. So I don't know if this guy, like, someone saw him in the window yeah. and he's like, oh, what's going <laughs> yeah. on? And then he had to follow
3: on with a
1: lie, you know what I
4: mean? Or he's just the biggest prude of all time. Because surely, what, like, you could
3: surely Or refuse. the credit card came back to the joint account with his wife. Yeah. Or yes. something yeah. like that. And then, he, then next day he's like, I'm going to go and...
4: Go to the police because it does the story. seem
3: like you'd be like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, I'll move on with my I'll life. Move though. on with my life. <laughs> I really don't want to drag out this experience. <laughs> I
4: can make a, some royal commission into this thing. But then they, the, the, the. Um, so I
0: feel like walking past an industrial era and seeing like a place that says massage in that like red neon light. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This seems like I'm going to probably get shiatsu, <laughs> yeah. or Swedish remedial. Yeah. Like,
3: so they offer like, spa service, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's like. Uh, your international listeners will be going: Is it a brothel? Is illegal in Australia? But they're not. They're not. So no, what? Yeah. What?
4: I think it's just regulations. You've just got to have the Have the right out. license. Mm. License, and it's probably like there's probably much tighter regulations on like who, like the, um, the testing of the of the people at the thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. I assume it's yeah, just a sex thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. that like for the business and also the employees and everything. And I mean, yeah, it's. It's, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it, there must be... I, I don't know if like the 90% of, you know, those massage parlours are legally brothels and they say massage as a guise for people to go in. Do you know what I mean? Because right. even if it was legal, if the sign in red said brothel you know some guys not walking in you know what i mean yeah the unl- hats are getting bigger you can't
0: walk in there with a limp and being like my back hurts
4: <laughs> but um i found this very funny because um the, the the business owner went to court defending it said she had 100 women work for her in the past no one ever offered any extra services one of her customers who took the stand Defended it, so so That's a guy so cool. literally went to court to defend us, saying I've been in there for years and no one ever rubbed my dick.
3: <laughs> <know>? He <laughs> also used the joint account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: Like, no, I thought you said that was a <laughs> legitimate <laughs> yeah, suspect. Yeah, I'll take the stand yeah, yeah, to yeah. prove I the point. Put my hand <laughs> on a Bible to prove it. But I thought, what a customer, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> that um, is a good customer. Yeah, a really loyal guy? Or he just love? He just gets the best massage, and yeah, he's just yeah, very yeah. naive.
3: But, um, but I mean, it, you'd also be, if you were just like, this is just a great massage parlour. I want to. I will oh, stand up.
4: Yeah, yeah. If I you would, just
3: had the one word or then you know, I would that love that. If
4: there's one
0: out of one thousand oblivious guys, <laughs> <Yeah. who laughs> in there and he's just like, I don't know
3: what you guys. And he always gets offered an extra, and he's like, No, I'm all right. Yeah, I, I don't need a, a sauna or
0: anything. <laughs> oh, I'm just I, a run of the mill guy,
4: perfectly relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, doll. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, uh, but there we go. Express massage too. I did find a couple other very silly, quick things. I'll just tell you. I did see a. a um, a review at and Hungry Jacks. I don't know if this is the, um, you know, it, it, it's again, it's in the industrial area. You can imagine Hungry Jacks, but I just got a one-star review. Placed an order via menu log. Was extremely disappointed when I arrived to find two of the items were missing. Called the store. Told all they could do was a store credit. Father's Day dinner ruined. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 that is good stuff.
4: Yeah, I don't know I that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. an almost perfect pullback reveal. Yeah. That uh, is I wonder fantastic what the two stuff.
0: missing things
4: were
3: as well. Yeah, Jamie, soon to be father himself. It's just like, yeah,
4: I, I need, need to know where that.
0: I go on Father's Day. As that as well. is
3: just in defence of morale. That's not deep in the industrial area. That's right. right on the Nepean Highway. Oh, okay, right. So there's probably people yelling at their iPods right now going, actually, if anything, it's really quite a visible Hungry Jack. So
2: There seems to be a bit of a roaring sex trade down in the old industrial area because we've got the massage parlors there's also a famous robbery a couple of years ago uh the moorabbin sex doll burglar was the, was the guy and if you've heard <laughs> of this buggy. this character yeah. basically uh, so the article i read i love that just the opening uh, line it goes stop the damn presses a woman named dorothy is missing
4: <laughs> Oh no! and then it, re-
2: it reveals that dorothy's like one of those real dolls that they cost like five grand or something yeah and I think this, this store had something, Drew.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah just for payments. payments. If it you it get a month special, $95 or or
2: <laughs> I'm intercepting that credit card statement when it's <laughs> <laughs> It's the man. <middle. laughs> <laughs> um, You're
3: taking the stand next to me <laughs> <laughs> No, these are just friend goals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give you have a good massage. Um,
3: here it goes. So
2: it's $4,495 to be precise. Um, but this bloke, he wore tights, like a pair of tights, wrapped them weirdly around his head. Didn't have a hat, obviously. <laughs> and he uh, he got a like a big industrial van, went in, and there's CCTV of him breaking in, I think the store had about five of them because they're pretty like obviously expensive. And he had like, they think it was a targeted attack. Like he'd gone in there before, fell in love with Dorothy, Come back by targeting Not to the shop But to the door <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so That was yeah. a kidnapping wow. <laughs> <on the toilet. laughs> It was yeah um, And he's never He's never been caught To this day He's driving a white Ford Transit um, And yeah, like you fucking. Oh, Doris! You got away with it. We always,
3: we always warned you never get into those white vans. So <laughs> <laughs> no matter what they offer you. Oh
4: no, that's brutal.
3: I so did. He I just,
4: yeah, he just found like because it' a store that sold them, and they're five grand. Well, was just
2: a sex store, so they sold like this right like, sex, DVDs and sex stuff.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, like a adult toys erotica something. store. Yeah, 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 it yeah a sex. Yeah. Uh, what is, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing coy. <laughs> yeah, sure, I sure think there is playing. one of the big chain ones there. Whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I did see. Was at Sexy Land? Sexy Land.
4: Yes. Yes. I think right. there is a. It Sexy was called Land Sexy Land because yeah. I saw a t- warning got snapped, papped out the front of one. Oh, warning grew up not
3: too far from
4: there. Yeah, he was coming out. It was the only, I didn't put it in here because I'm like, I don't know how funny this is, but warning, he was got pap coming out of him. Uh, but the funny thing was, it was like the day after he got released from quarantine.
1: <laughs> That's a build up there.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah it was straight out of Sydney and a sexy land. See, um, he
3: played for the Saints. At yeah, Mourabbon. he was a
4: huge Saints yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, boy, right? Like, he,
3: he was, yeah, he played under nineteens. There, he was, you know, he was all, like one of those almost players. Yeah, probably yeah, lucky. It was his first love. He wanted to be a footballer. Yeah, I, I failed I at footy and ended up. Into but he was—he was, he was good. He wasn't just some park play. He was yeah. A he was he on. was a full forward. Full. He was just in the. I don't know if you know Tony Lockett. Yeah, he was the full forward at the time and Warnie. That same position as Warnie. Yeah, he was a little bit younger, but you know the you, spot was taken. You kinda. can have a few more pies, bowling leg spin, exactly for Australia yeah. than Nick probably can playing forward. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. And I mean, he was trying to take the spot of a guy called Pluggo, <laughs> 120 <laughs> kilos. It's yeah, like, mate, <laughs> you're not quite fit enough for that <laughs> position. <laughs>
4: Yeah, did you ever Was he so he was sort of a local hero in a way, like as a yeah, sim- you'd like see
3: him area? around a little bit, and he always but he crossed the other side of Pine Highway. You know, mm-hmm. he was living in on the base side, the money side, yeah, closer yeah. to the water. Just crosses. You Sydney people would know about it, but we've got some pretty beautiful beaches in.
1: <laughs> 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 I tell us all about it. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah no poor warning I did see this uh, just
4: talking about again quickly quick story just found it funny bumbling thieves silly um, criminals which we love on this show it was um, bumbling thieves uh, pulled over a guy in Moorabbin carjacked him pull you know get out of his Hyundai i30 um, they you know with a knife and the guy ran away both the criminals got in the car and they had to abandon it When they realised They couldn't drive manual I had to leave the car Stalled it three
0: times <laughs> Like alright Alright And <laughs> then it transformed Into one of the <laughs> <laughs> <appropriate nightclubs. laughs> Oh. I got someone uh, This is way in my wheelhouse We haven't done anything like this for a while on the show But uh, Spooky owl Morabin, Yeah we got spooky owl Morabin has two UFO incidents That it's oh. famous for Is uh, one of
3: them the some? Oh where the guy Flew from Morabin yeah, to Tasmania Yeah 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 You've been hitting on so many do go on topics We we did an episode about Egg Boy and oh, then really? And then the Prime Minister guy Oh did you? And I'm like oh this is fantastic I didn't know the connection to Morabin though and, oh, go. the
4: egg boy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah.
3: and I did an episode on whatever that was. I've only got the Vegas memory. But, yeah. Um, there's so many great memories floating back. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't <laughs> well, know how many well, were concentrated. Go. Go. Well, there if you, you guys
0: go. want to listen to Do Go On, <laughs> uh, we can just stop this now. <laughs> no, there's there's two. I'll start with the more boring one. Uh, this was kind of just like outside of Morabin and an uh, area called Clayton South, but it comes up in all the Morabin uh, local papers. In 1966, Clayton South was the host to one of Australia's most intriguing mysteries when more than 200 school students witnessed a UFO. So there was a hu- this is um, Australia's yeah, two, largest 200 yeah yeah Australia's largest mass UFO sighting in this 1966. This is a, a big
1: year for the
3: era because the Saints' one and only premiership was in 66 as well. Fuck. And they only moved to Morabin in 65, so... It's all it, was a, it was a boom <laughs> town. <laughs> Everyone but was high. End of the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> was the center of the universe. <laughs> Perhaps it's all connected. 200 but kids. Yeah, eh? so
0: apparently it is 11 a.m. Probably just a, a uh, huge
2: Saints-like celebratory balloon. yeah. They <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, students and a teacher from Westall High School reported seeing a flying object described as a grey or silvery green saucer-shaped craft with a slight purple hue and about twice the size of a family car. According to students, the object was descending, overflew the high school, and disappeared behind a bunch of trees. Approximately 20 minutes later, the object reportedly reappeared, climbed at speed, and then departed towards the northwest. Some accounts describe the object as being pursued by five unidentified aircraft. As soon as they had the chance, some students scrambled towards the trees and found the grass flattened where the object had undoubtedly landed when it was out of view. Back at the school, students and staff were instructed not to talk about what they'd seen by military personnel. (laughs) Intimidated by the military, the students have remained silent ever since. Whoa! What? But I mean, I this know. is 1966, and stuff gets passed around, and it stuff becomes gossip. Like a, I mean, so stranger
2: things. Like yeah, yeah. Australia. So the
0: the Dandenong Journal. Uh, ran with coverage of the incident on his front page for consecutive issues and nine news also reported the story and then uh this is one for the real ufo conspiracy heads because now to this day the film canister containing the channel nine footage from the incident has been been found empty in the station archives so like people have been like let's dig it up but it's there's a can there's no film in there and so witnesses and Believe me, a few of these people who (laughs) apparently witnessed it are now called UFOlogists.
4: (laughs) 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 Uh, Hold on, because there was 200 kids in the 60s, so majority of them are still alive yeah 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 and yeah. not that so stri- old biggest so, so, um, ufologists yeah <laughs> yeah, society. yeah yeah 200
0: yeah. ufologists uh, so these witnesses say because the nine news canister is missing that there's a gigantic government cover up but over the years the accuracy of the story has been called into question because the legend of the story has grown obviously so the Dandenong Journal reported at the time that only one teacher and several students <laughs> saw the object <laughs> and now that number has become 200 uh, th- and then And also, like, this is great because, like, you know how I just said, like, the Army silence the story, even though I got it off the internet. <laughs> it says the idea that the Army silences students is unlikely, as it was covered extensively by the media.
1: Yeah, good point. Because
0: like, yeah, be like <laughs> the Army scared everyone. The show, and it's like, oh, well, I'm reading it. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the newspaper. For and so they, they say skeptics believe that the UFO was just a weather balloon and that the dilution of the story over the years means there's no real, real way to pass what is real and what's just made up. So it could be a UFO. The Nine News thing could be a cover-up. <sighs> I feel or someone like
2: might have just fell over. Even when they say, like, it was this roughly the size or double the size of a family, like, that's not be double the size of a family car is not big for a UFO that, you know that's like a sp-
0: yeah if I saw two
3: Camrys taped together <laughs> UFOs be- that's come l- in compact as well so <laughs> like, <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> a family sometimes UFO sometimes you'll <laughs> see a UFO have a roof racks on the top you know <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take it was, <laughs> <the> <laughs> it was the hatch UFO
4: it was, yeah, it was a, a
3: zippy little beast, beast, yeah. a lot made-a-be some UFO yeah, the yeah, the
4: cheaper I-30. but
0: it has an iPod link to it you know well, that's
4: how you dismissing this is based on your knowledge of UFO size I've seen a lot of movies about that size of a car, I'm thinking maybe two cars and I'm... You um, want a, I'm a whole team aliens <laughs> in there. <laughs> the
0: more interesting one, uh, which is the one sure. that Matt mentioned, is um about uh, Frederick Valentich, who is a pilot. And This article has come from a few places, one of them called Plane and Pilot Magazine mm-hmm. and it's come from Sydney Morning Herald as well. But it says, like, in 1978... The sun was setting on the Australian horizon, and at 6.19pm, a young pilot named Frederick Valentich took off in a rented Cessna 182L from Morabin Airport in Victoria. He was en route to King Island, so it was a 130 nautical mile journey over a body of water known as the Bass Strait. The strait's famous for its difficult flying conditions, but on this night, the skies were clear and the winds calm. Valentich was eager to make his destination where friends awaited, ready to dine on fresh seafood along the water's edge. So the... Thing is, that Frederick Valentich was bringing seafood to these people in his plane. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: From (laughs) Marabin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad Uber Eats delivery. (laughs) Or the (laughs) biplane.
3: How long is this going to take? This is the least believable part of the story. (laughs)
1: Someone.
3: They're waiting in Tasmania for, on an island, <laughs> yeah, for seafood, seafood from Moorabbat.
0: <laughs> the, pl- the plane lands and the Hungry Jacks orders missing two <laughs> things. <laughs> it's like, worst Father's Day ever. But uh, sadly, Valentich never made the dinner date, nor any date thereafter. At 7.06, he called into <laughs> not the breakfast, air- Not breakfast, yeah. not lunch. At <laughs> uh, 7.06pm, so approximately around 40 minutes later, he called into air flight service, citing an unidentified flying object manoeuvring around him. And he said, it seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000 just passed over me at at least 1,000 feet above. And uh, Valentich was at 4,500 feet in the air. And he said, it's approaching right now from Dewey's towards me. It seems to me that he's playing some sort of game. And then his transmission became odder from there. First, he claimed that the other aircraft was completely stationary. Next, he claimed it was orbiting directly above him. And his last message to air traffic control was, that strange aircraft is hovering on top of me again. It's hovering, and it's not an aircraft. And then, Did he say how big it was? (laughs) Yeah, he said it's around two and a half. Hyundai gets this. So basically, after he says it's not an aircraft, this uh, unidentified metallic noise comes over the radio for the next 17 seconds. So it's just like, and then the transmission completely cuts out, and then Valentich and the aircraft are never seen again.
4: Wow. Ooh. Not even, so, yeah, no crash site. Not no even.
0: crash site, no nothing. And so, um, Valentich's dad, who di- he died in 2000. He joined the Victorian UFO Research Centre. And <laughs> he never gets... <laughs> it's Institution, yeah, yeah, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's founded by the Westall guys. <laughs> yeah, And he never gave up hope that his son was alive and had been abducted by aliens. He conducted a vigil at Camp Otway every year on the anniversary of, dis- of his disappearance and he erected a memorial plaque there in 1998. So there are a few theories about what happened here. Mm-hmm. The first is the UFO theory. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> and so apparently like Frederick Valentich, the pilot who went missing, he was obsessed with UFOs. Like he let people oh. know he uh-huh. wasn't just convinced of their existence. He was also convinced that they would soon attack earth. And some believe he got too close to the truth and was abducted. <laughs> oh, so
3: this. Silenced by the, <laughs> that's fine. Cause he the fact that he was obsessed with it makes me think oh so it's not true yeah yeah he, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. already everything he sees he's seen through that yeah. lens exactly. yeah. if it was a guy who would never have believed in UFOs you go well maybe yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah well, yeah. well yeah.
0: reading the article as well when it was like he was obsessed with UFOs so I was like I know where this is going and then it's like so the UFO people think he was definitely <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like yeah. oh okay that's not where and I if was he, thinking and if,
4: if he had gone his whole life saying UFOs aren't real then they'd be like see evidence that they were trying to silence a critic you yeah, know like, yeah. Yeah. Or anything like that
2: I think he fake the whole thing and went the ufo angle and that's like that's evidence for that but he would have just taken off looked at the fucking esky full of shitty moorabbin seafood and go <laughs> i can't deliver this <laughs> to my friends <laughs> 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 fucked the, you know up north Wow. Well,
0: so they say like uh their eyewitnesses uh, allege that something else was out there denied the disappearance individuals are claiming to see a strange green light in the sky uh when <laughs> valentich's uh, transmission happened. And then the following morning... Well, his flare going off yeah, when yeah. It's going down? The following morning, a farmer in Camp Otway observed a flying object hovering over his property. The object was approximately 30 metres across, so about two Elantras, and it appeared to have a small <laughs> airplane <laughs> attached to its side. According to the farmer, the attached aircraft was also leaking oil. He was so disturbed by what he saw that he etched the aircraft's tail number onto one of his tractors so that he wouldn't forget it. The number the num- matched Valentich's Cessna. I like so that. he's saying that he saw a UFO with a plane attached to it. Oh. And he was like, fuck, I'll write down the license plate. And that was
3: Valentich's. Okay. Cessna. All right. I'm back on board. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you're telling me. I told this story and it took me an hour to tell it. You've taken three minutes. But <laughs> you're telling it to me like I've never heard it before. I don't remember any of this. It was about two years ago yeah. in my defense. But um, fuck, I'm gripped. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could make this Did last an hour. I'm
2: like, but please. Tell me it comes out that the farmer's been obsessed with UFOs. Well, okay, well, it says <laughs> yeah. here the
0: farmer's story while riveting didn't actually surface until 36 years after
4: the election. <laughs> <legendary's laughs> okay,
1: <disappears.
3: laughs> I was <laughs> gonna say that all I need now is that he said this before any before of the news came yeah, yeah.
4: wrote it down. 36
3: years isn't quite enough, <laughs> no,
4: kind of yeah. like.
0: and this is a great <laughs> sentence. In fact, despite UFOlogist's best efforts such a farmer has never actually been found oh so it wasn't, so, a, it wasn't oh, a real farmer yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. story of a story as for the eyewitnesses who claimed to have seen a green light in the sky that night they didn't make their claims until after the newspapers has already reported it which kind of makes their things yeah, a little yeah. less credible the other, there's another theory the crash theory and that <laughs> Valentich was like, he was an eager young pilot but uh, basically he sucks like <laughs> he, he was rejected by the Australian Air Force twice he had failed his second attempt at passing the commercial flight exam in his 100 150 flight hours, he'd been involved in three in-flight incidents, one where he entered restricted airspace and twice when he deliberately flew into the cra- clouds. He was under threat okay, of prosecution. very different from crowds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I feel like, that's not a warning. <laughs> <laughs> he flew it. into the towers. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, like, basically, like, the conditions are disorienting at best. Never mind, someone with his like bad history. So instead of cr- focusing on critical flight tasks, he was distracted by fanciful delusions of a UFO. While the four by light- shelling prawns, yeah. and <laughs> <his> <laughs> he was trying to have a Morton Bay. Bug. While the four lights he observed above him could have belonged to another aircraft, it's more likely that they were the lights of Mercury, Venus, Mars, and a bright star called Antares. <laughs> he
4: doesn't know it? According are. to his transmission, He's like the sky's full yeah. of white <laughs> dots <laughs> and a big circle, a big the
0: Yeah, according to his transmission, Valentich began circling his aircraft at some point in a bank. It's possible he fell victim to the tilted horizon illusion. Becoming disoriented, he could have either entered a graveyard spiral or become inverted. The green light he observed was likely his own reflection off the water. Given the gravity-fed fuel system of a Cessna 182, his engine would have been quickly deprived of fuel, explaining, explaining why his transmission had gone or metallic. Uh, the other one,
3: which is what well, Drew, I feel like you've just explained it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Really he probably finished
0: with that
1: one. <laughs> 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 well,
0: i got to play Kate Drew because he brought it up. The other one is the staged abduction theory, okay. and it says the night that Valentich disappeared, police received several reports of an unidentified aircraft landing on Cape Otway. Assuming Valentich followed the flight plan he filed, he would have been in the Cape's general vicinity at a time he began began transmitting with air flight service. It's possible that Valentich frustrated by his failing aviation career. I almost said alienation, (laughs) uh, fabricated the UFO sighting in order to stage his own disappearance. Not only would an abduction serve to validate his conspiracies, but it it would also give him a fresh start on an otherwise troubled life. And so basically we don't really know what happened to him, except we kind of do because in 1983, an engine cow flap washed ashore on Flinders Island. And they found out that it was his plane. So yeah. Like, but, um, I mean, how easy could it have been? Push. The it? A likely yeah. story. Yeah. When,
4: that was 83. When would, did he crash? So how long after it crashed? That's did five it, find? Y- was it five uh, years?
0: 1978. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Five years. They found it.
2: Did uh, they say the farmer they interviewed was? It, did it look a lot like him in a fake mustache? <laughs> 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 it is called Frederica <laughs> Valentich. But
4: surely he'd have, if he was going to fake, and if you have life insurance yeah. or something. Well, yeah, I mean the plane scam. washed ashore. He crashed. Shitty oh, plane driver. He crashed. Yeah,
0: fly Frederick. That's the that's the very compressed version of the Frederick Valentich
3: story. With what Adrian. what do you believe in?
2: I,
0: yeah, I mean, he crashed, didn't he? But, like, I'd love to believe the farmer's story of the plane hitched to the side, like a fucking ute pulling it, just being like, yeah, we're taking you home, fresh. scrap parts. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Mars. And he's like, hell yeah, I've been telling people about this. Because that's the great tragedy of it. If, it, if he's right... No one knows. We're all laughing at him on a no. fucking podcast. <laughs> like this guy crashed for sure, and he's out there banging the glass. He's like
4: I'm up here. Are we me? Yeah, I think that I think staging is less likely, but possible, right? Yeah, for possibly sure. he's he cra- he flew the thing down, changed the license plates on the plane. I'm giving through without 5%. the motor thing. Yeah, but. More than fucking aliens. Yeah, yeah way more, more than aliens. Yeah, more yeah. Than aliens. And that's it. oh yeah,
0: wow. Well, Should we well, hit the well.
2: uh, the final two? Yeah, yeah, let's do it,
0: Matt. Uh, so if someone tells you, "Hey, I'm coming down to Morabin for the day, and I need something to do morning, afternoon,
3: and night," what do you tell them to do? Oh shit! Uh, in in the year 2022. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's harder for me. But you can time travel if you want. Yeah. I would say, um, I mean, if if we're going back. Uh, 10 15 years i'd have to know the day of the week um, <laughs> <laughs> and i could direct them to the appropriate pub but and tell you where Taco's playing but <laughs> or adam adam 16 or whoever but um these days i reckon i'd definitely go to the grape and grain It's across the road from Morbin station and it's sick it's um they have rotating if you like if you know if you like weird beers and stuff or any beers if you like beers yep or mm. wine If you like drinking <laughs> 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 and I am like just realising everything I've said About the whole fucking um, Suburb is drinking related Or actually I'm going to go this week On Sunday to watch the AFLW team So the men's team still train there In the AFL But um, all the Unlike the NRL Which is sick where you still have suburban grounds mm. the AFL they're all out it's of, all of MCG or Marvel Stadium mm. But the AFLW They're still the suburban grounds So if you're you're there when the Saints are playing the AFLW. Like I'll be on Sunday. I'd go there, see the Saints play, and then I'd go to Grape and Grain for um, some celebratory drinks after Beautiful. the Saints yeah. inevitably yeah. shit the bed, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you need to need something to forget. But um, I love bad. that
4: suburban stuff. Like right near here, there's um Henson Park, Henson Park which rules. is like the lower league from the NRL. Whatever, what is it called? Reserve grade. Reserve grade. But the Newtown Jets, which is old NRL. Oh yeah, they're f- they're famous, right?
3: Like. They were somehow ripped well, off and it's kicked like out. A,
4: yep. Yeah, sort of. It that would be like, what's, is it Fitzroy? They didn't move, but you know, one of the old team, yeah, yeah, teams yeah. that just, they were like, should you move, move, and they just didn't. So, But they still exist. And you, they played on there, and it's just this. And they, oh, of, that's so cool. My and, uh, team
3: in the NRL, which, you know, I say my team, very, very. Vaguely follow them. Uh, the same thing happened to them. North Sydney Bears yeah. Yeah. they have the same, yeah. same colours. The Saints, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. but they, yeah. So I think they still play in yes, the lower league. It's well. exactly
4: the same situation. They play a lot of games. them play next time I'm up. Feed up to and North Sydney Oval. I've never been there to watch a game, but it's similar. I think it's a bit bigger than Handsome Park. Have you? Yeah, been there? yeah I've never is, been.
0: It, North Sydney Oval is more of a stadium more of a stadium. Oh, yeah. well, well, I should Park.
2: go see
3: a Newtown Jets. Oh,
2: it's event. great. You got it. And the Jets are probably like one of, if not the best team in that reserve grade. So it's always sick. Oh, and they get. Fun. They get bigger crowds than like when I go watch the Raiders in Cambrin.
4: Like, no kidding. It's huge, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's the same. They all pile off to the Henson afterwards like the pub nearby. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and it's, it's a great fun. vibe.
3: So that that must be awesome to have the women's team play locally. Yeah, that it's sort it's because they've only been in for the last three years, so hmm. it's um yeah it's, it's changed things a lot. And hmm. the the stadium, it's not a stadium anymore. Like all the stands have been knocked down, but they've done it up so it's like a nice suburban ground oh, now. Oh, that's that's they can fit like order. a you know ten thousand in. If they pack them right, oh, really? in. like
4: old school, just on the hill, standing on the hill yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's
3: fun. Uh, I think oh, they've oh got man. they hire in some stand, some extra things if they think it's going to be a big game. So you know, like, <laughs> like a Ute will drive in some extra standing room. Some, oh, really? <laughs> Is that like pretty strange, precarious? Like it sounds like it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'd be standing on the grass, um, ideally. Yeah, I, I suppose. And then in the morning, you'd. You know, just, uh, I don't, I can't recommend no a cafe, cafes. but there's got to be. Hey, I could, uh, I, I did find one cafe. I, I should say, I mean, I would almost definitely stop in at some point to lucky 13. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I'm hundred percent going to go. I'll, I'll let you know when I go in. Oh, I'll sure. try and get a photo get with a the photo, owner and I'll send it that. through to you. We love,
4: cause we have a similar, th- oh, um, yeah. What was it? Ross boss. Ross boss. It was a, t- in Terrigal, there's a, there was a notorious owner that we found all this stuff. And then, uh. I can't remember what his what his nightclub was called, and then Sirens. Drew went down there and got a photo with his old. I told father. the guy I was a big fan
2: of the pla- of the club. I was like, "You must be the owner, right?" And I was like, "Heard so much about you, so I had to like come up with his backstory." <laughs> yeah. for me to get a photo with his like eighty year old lizard being like, <laughs> <Yeah>, this <laughs> guy called with guns and drugs. Um I can suggest look the Acro Bar Cafe in Moravan. if you want to have a little brekkie. Mm. Um, I, and it's because it did go viral in twenty twenty. A little bit of backlash um, for trucking up a sign that said, Do you support Dan? Add one dollar to your order.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that's so, like, limp wristed as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's not even a real stand. All uh, right, so we're going, I forgot the name of it. We'll Ac- go to that. Acrobar. Acrobar for breakfast. <laughs> for the hardcore, whoever uh, the liberal yep. leader is now. Big yeah, Matt Don't Guy fans, either. or whoever yeah, it is now. Yeah. And then we'll go to the footy. Yep. And then we're going. I'm. I am going to do this day on Sunday. <laughs> right. I'm literally. I'm going to be there. So, yeah. I'm. i going to try. Are and you t- going to pay the extra one dollar? Uh, I won't let him know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let him know. I'm the biggest Dan man.
1: <laughs>
4: I'm famously <laughs> a big Dan man. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Stan <laughs> yeah, Take uh, that sounds yeah, like a great. Make day. sure you get some snaps. Yeah, tag we'd love it. to see that. That's, That's awesome. Too. Last question. Last, question. last
0: question, Matt. You've achieved everything you want to in comedy and you podcasting. So <laughs> You've been on the show upwards of two or three times <laughs> uh,
3: with all your millions. Would you settle down in Morabin when all is said and done? I mean, if I could, so I, I've got money too. Yeah, I, I could do. If anywhere in the world, though, is that the option? Yeah, you know, anywhere in the world. I mean, I probably not, but I, w- I wouldn't be shattered if I could. I mean, I'm a mile away from affording it now, apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> I looked at the rent when I last moved, and I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't live in Morabin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a real
3: humbling
4: moment. I gotta tell you, <laughs> <laughs> not even with Mum and Dad. <laughs> 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 you can't
0: afford this place, but you can get into the over twenty eight night. Yeah, so, yeah. That, that, yeah.
3: so there's, there's worse places in the world. To end up is the answer. Oh right? no, I'd, yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy, happy to live there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hell awesome. yeah, fuck yeah, oh, that's cool. a great
0: answer. Uh, Matt, do you have anything you want to plug?
3: Uh, well, yeah, if you want to, if you want to hear more about the Velitich disappearance valentinch valentinch (laughs) Valentinch. uh do a podcast called do go on it's sort of about stories like that or all sorts of stories from history different one each week and uh yeah it's called do go on that's pretty fun and um yeah i feel like
4: anyone who likes our pod would probably
3: like that Right yeah. You guys do a similar thing Bring in some, some Yeah but it's the story And just talking yeah, shit And trying it's to awesome So check that uh, out Whoever's telling the story Is trying to desperately Keep it on track <laughs> <laughs> While everyone else Is annoying the shit out of it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh Dog yeah. shit riffs And <laughs> Oh by the way um, I was holding on Jamie so much I, I was really close To telling you an anecdote And I'll do it oh, now Oh please uh, do it I, uh, I think that primary school You're talking about I played soccer against them At my primary school And my primary school Didn't I was – you got to pick the inter-school sports yep. in grade five and six. In grade five, you had the last choice. So I ended up getting soccer. No one wanted to play soccer. We didn't even know what it was as a sport. And we ended up playing that South Oakley school or South Clayton school, I think. Yeah. And um, they were, like, it so close to us but a big soccer community there. And um, we, I remember the day we played them. We had an awful year. We didn't score a goal the whole year. But we were the most humiliated in the whole year that day (laughs) against that South Clayton school uh, when the goalkeeper ran the length of the field <laughs> And scored against
4: <laughs> Oh no
3: Didn't help they had 200 players on the <laughs>
1: team
3: <laughs> Yeah no we thought that was the rules. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's brutal That's amazing Oh, yeah. oh my god uh, Check that out uh, yeah, I guess, dude. Did you Are you doing primates?
3: I do, yeah I brought primates back I spotted Seren on there Yeah, not, not Yeah ago. we just recorded another one today So the it's a podcast about uh, primates and popular culture, a pretty important podcast. Um, <laughs> Drew, famous, big fan of monkeys
4: and all sorts of primates. Yeah. And Is that right. true, Drew? I'm a huge monkeys, fan of yeah. monkeys. Oh, you me, yeah. if, I, if you're ever doing research for this pod and even the most boring monkey story, <laughs> I'm oh, like, God. oh, Drew, at least i like this one. You know? <laughs> Drew, well, we're we we going to have to get you on. Let us know when you're free. What yeah.
3: are some
0: of the episodes you've done so far?
3: Oh, you know, there's the classics, Dunstan Checks In. Uh, Every Which yeah. Way But Loose? Every Which Way But Loose, with, um, I believe. But we haven't done the follow-up, whatever that was. Any Which Way You Can. Oh, my God. All right. Jamie's <laughs> on the <as well. laughs> <laughs> Alex, Never a monkey. Oh,
0: no, no, Have no, you no, done no, the one geez. with a <laughs> <Harambe.
3: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> We did a harambe episode. Oh, we go. Yeah. Have yeah. you done yes. the
0: one with um, the one where Joey Tribbiani from Friends plays no. baseball with a monkey? Ed. I, yeah. Or Eddie, maybe. I I've I think always it's
3: assumed we were going to do it. I thought from the very beginning, but it's never come up. No guest right. has ever requested it. Oh, <laughs> Would you believe geez.
0: it? Yeah, Going <laughs> for a double in here. <laughs> okay. the, the most popular guest on
2: Primates. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Shit.
3: No, I'm yeah. keen. I've Great. forgotten about that. We've got to make that happen. Yeah, that's a real thing. Go listen hole. to that. What's it called? Primates. Primates. Primates check yeah. out that pod too.
2: And um, if you're listening, which I assume you are because you're hearing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you stuck around
4: to the end, <laughs> Chuck
2: us a review on Spotify, iTunes, all that gear. And uh, we put the video out on Tuesday, main release. On Monday, other than that, like,
4: share, subscribe. I think thanks we're everybody. about
0: to have shirts available. Yes, probably by, by the to. time this comes out. Maybe not. Okay, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> messages, maybe a I'll week later, page. but they are coming and the design is cool. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. Thank Trust you, Jacob <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. And apart from that, Matt, thank you so thanks much for coming on. Thanks so much, much man, for so much having, having me. Uh, we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Yeah,